0: What's going on, my Uncommon family, and thank you for joining us for this episode of the Uncommon Podcast. Sorry for the brief break in uh, episodes here. Life happens sometimes, but we're back. We have several episodes in the bank to get you through the next couple of weeks, so stand by and be on the lookout for those. As always, if you like an episode of the show, please subscribe, and better yet, Make everyone you know subscribe, share these episodes, and uh, help us get the word out. Uh, we really want to continue to build the show, and we need you to help us do that. So please um, continue to share the show with those you know and those episodes that you think uh, may help those um, out there. Reviews, good or bad, are always appreciated. And you can communicate with us at uncommonpodcast at outlook.com or call 720 336 0848. Let's get back at it.
1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Uncommon Podcast of be pop and Duff. Duff, how you doing today?
0: I'm doing well, my friend. How about yourself? Oh, doing well, doing well. So uh,
1: as you do with every episode, we want to send a uh, special thank you and shout out to all of our first responders out there, police, firefighters, EMTs, and an even more, uh, even more special, if that's a way to put it, <laughs> uh, an even specialer uh, shout out to all the uh, active duty military and veterans that serve this great country. Without everything you do, we could
0: not do what we do. So from the bottom of our hearts, we thank you so much. Absolutely. And, um, I know it's a little late in the week, but we're actually recording this on Memorial Day week. So, you know, for all of those that made that ultimate sacrifice, you know thank you and thank you for the lives that we've been able to have and you know the fun times in doing this podcast and you know just all the freedoms that we have
1: absolutely yeah you know it's a somber a somber day somber week with memorial day and uh you know i just wish people would uh kind of take that a little bit more to heart if you will and not just think of it as you know the first day of summer the first day of pools open but think of it for what it is you know as as one of our uh quote unquote distinguished elected officials said, you know, enjoy your three-day weekend, you know, how about we just say, you know, why don't you take the day and and remember all those that have fallen for this great country. And, uh, you know, ultimately that's what it is. So, you know, it doesn't necessarily uh, need to be somber, but it just is uh, for what it is. So, again, thank you so much for everything you do and for those family members or for the, the families out there that have lost a loved one in service to this great country. Thank you for your sacrifice on that as well. Absolutely. Well, great. Well, today uh, we got to talking and we want to talk about toxic masculinity, right? Yes. Why do you want to talk about toxic masculinity? First of all, who the hell came up with that term anyway? Why has masculinity got to be toxic?
0: It's so undefined. It's kind of like, you know what I'm saying. Kind of like it's assault like, weapons. Like, what the hell is an assault weapon? Well, uh, yeah, and it's like the goalpost move all the time. Right. Like, what's masculine today?
1: Masculine today, right? I don't need. Well, I don't know. Um, what would be considered masculine today? Protesting at every opportunity. Is that masculine? Is is masculine today? Wearing skinny tight jeans. Is masculine today, dressing up like a lumberjack when you live in a an inner city, <laughs> like some like some hipster. Like, what in the hell is mascul- masculinity these days?
0: Well, I, I, I typed it in the Urban Dictionary. Some of the things that they say, it just makes me laugh. Violent masculinity is violent. Yeah, this talks to me when you ask. You know, you do definition in Urban Dictionary on online. Type in toxic masculinity. A couple of things: unemotional, unemotional. That's bullshit. Sexually aggressive, <laughs> and so forth is what it says. And so forth.
1: Sexually aggressive, and so forth. What does the so forth design? What
0: what 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 is the definition of the so forth? Such on so. Uh, I told you on the phone, we, we had a conversation about this. That's kind of what brought this topic up. I had heard a perspective a while ago and I'm kind of seeing it start to come through. Cause you know, I coach high school football. Mm-hmm. And so I see, you know, you always hear the coaches oh, back in my day. And I'm one of those coaches at this point. And, you know, I understand, you know, we're, we're worried about brain trauma and there's a lot of things, you know, we're r- removing some contact and those kind of things, but, like the, the kids like aren't men like we were, do you know? And when I mean that, I mean, like you tell them stories of stuff. I mean, your knuckle, even knucklehead shit, you know, you you do or whatever. You tell them those stories and then they, they just look at you like you're from another universe. Like we've demonized getting in a fist fight to a point where, you know, everybody believes that it doesn't solve any problems. I'm going to tell you right now, I learned a lot of really hard lessons, but very good lessons in the fistfights that I was in. Absolutely. When I t- said something to the wrong person, I got punched in the mouth. Guess what? I learned, you know what? There's people out there that'll punch you in the mouth. You learn manners.
1: Uh, ultimately, that's kind of what it is. It's it's social manners. Right. right. <laughs> but again, th- that don't exist anymore the manners piece and the, the whole say and shit that's going to get, get you punched in the mouth. That don't exist. You know why? Keyboard commandos.
0: Right. That's your, that's your term. That's that is your, my term. That's, you love that term, <laughs> you know, a um, couple of other things that I laugh. Cause I actually use some of this terminology. I tell my uh, father-in-law this all the time, taking somebody's man card, quote unquote, he said, if you refer to things you know, with a man card, that's toxic masculinity but it's just like going back. Okay. So I got spanked, however you feel out there. I don't, whatever. I'm going to tell you right now, there is no way that I have the level of success. And I'm at where I'm at today without those spankings. I'm going to tell you uh, hands down, Hands down. I was going down. There's a vast, I'm going to
1: stop you there for a sec. There's a vast difference between spanking and discipline and child abuse. Right. And anybody that says one spanking is child abuse, like, okay, you're part of the problem in the participation
0: award society. Dude, I was a cop homeboy. I'll show you what real, real, real child abuse looks like. I'm sure you would. You know, I'll show you what real child abuse looks like, but you know, I got spanked and I wouldn't be anywhere I was today, but even how we talk. Just even how we talk to our kids now. And I listen, I try to like, listen, you know, I don't have, I don't have high school age kids. Like I tell my, all my kids, I coach, you know, um, they are my kids. So, you know, I, that's why I kind of try to give back. And, but I listen to these conversations and it's not like, we don't promote being a man. Like we don't promote, like I say, this is a man's game. I tell them this is a man's game. Like let there be no mistake. There's violence in this game. There's people that want to hurt you in this game. There's people that want to see you stand on the sidelines. That's a man's game. This is not for the weak at heart. Right. And when I say man's game, I'm not saying women can't play it. Women play. I've had girls that, have, that when I was the head coach over at Fort Lepton, we had girls come out. Mm. And, we, and we always encourage that. But at the end of the day, it's a man's game.
1: At the end of the day, it's a violent sport that is not for the faint of heart. No. And not for the weak. And you know when you hear this term toxic masculinity, right? Gillette uh, razors, right? Backtracked a couple of years ago when this was like the 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 trigger topic, right? Every year there's a new trigger topic, and this was a new trigger topic. What two years ago, something like that, something stupid like that, and you know Gillette comes out and 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 does a campaign. Campaigning against toxic masculinity. My question is, who the hell comes up with these dumbass terms, right? Why can't there just be guys that are assholes and guys that are not, right? And I would challenge anybody to actually define what toxic masculinity is. Is toxic masculinity somebody that goes to the gym and lifts weights and 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 builds up the, a big physique and has tattoos and has a beard and and wears hats and like, what exactly are you referring to?
0: Oh, you're talking about the guy that's proud of himself and he's trying to better himself.
1: Well, exactly. Is that, is
0: that, that's who you're talking
1: about? I think I'm talking about somebody that's not a victim.
0: Yeah, there's that too.
1: Right. Like usually the people that are identified as toxic masculinity, uh, tend to be more competitive. They tend to be more, uh, winners.
0: (laughs) Well, on that note, when did we get away from that? When did we get, I mean, and, and I get the whole trophy. Everybody gets a trophy generation. I know that that's a, that's, that's get That gets beat into the ground. Yeah, I we, don't want to get that pretty hard and I don't want to get into that, but I want to say, where did it get, where did it become bad that you should want to be first? You know, as the, pro- I, I can answer it. Go ahead. A bunch of fucking losers. That's, I I mean, that's what it is. It's a bunch of losers that didn't want to better themselves. So they'd rather take the shortcut route and tell everybody else that they're bad or tell them that they were done wrong or they didn't have a fair shake or whatever. Instead of fixing the fucking problem Mm -hmm. and getting better at whatever you were working for, we're going to blame everybody else
1: it comes down to excuses. Right. And I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with what you're saying, because it's a, it's a situation that if somebody loses at something, right, you're playing a sport and you get beat, you know, whatever the case may be, it's rather than looking inward and say, okay, what could I have done better to be successful, to win, to, to do whatever, right. To get that job promotion, to get the raise. What what could I have done better? Oh no, I'm the victim it's somebody else's fault because they don't like me, and they're an asshole, and, and, of course, I'm the victim. That's ultimately what it comes down to rather than taking, taking a look inward and taking personal responsibility and accountability for your own actions, for your
0: own success, and even more importantly, for your own failures. And on that topic, it's not just men in that. No, there are very successful business women that I know that get accused of the exact same stuff, man. Let me tell you something in
1: our businesses combined, the most successful people in our businesses tend to be females. Right. And that's a fact. And they're driven as hell. I know quite a few of them in my
0: business that will run circles around most of the guys. And that's who I'm trying to go up and beat. Yeah, absolutely. That's who I want to go beat. And it's not because I'm, I'm a man and I have, too much testosterone, and we, you know, all this other bullshit. Has absolutely nothing to do with it. That's because of, that's what I expect of myself. Yeah, it's very simple. It's well, very simple. I want to be better.
1: I think that when you get up in the morning, if you get up every morning and you say, "Okay, I, I, I just, I, 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 I want to be status quo." right? I'm complacent. I'm happy with how yesterday ended. So as long as I can be as good as I was yesterday, I'll be just fine. Right. And that's no more prevalent than in the world we're living in right now with all the shit we've talked about already with the lack of uh, customer service, the lack of personal accountability, the participation award society, all that, all that sort of stuff we've already hit on. And we've, we've kind of beat those horses to death at this point. Okay. But it's the same idea, Right. I don't want to get up and and go be better in the morning because I'm complacent. I'm happy with what I, where I was yesterday. Well, guess what? You probably deserve a $16 an hour job working at McDonald's with that fucking attitude.
0: Well, you're going to get passed.
1: You're going to get passed up and it's going to be nobody's fault, but your
0: own, you know, and just getting back to the kids section of it, you know, parents, that's on you. I'm sorry to say it, but it's on you and it's how you talk to them.
1: You know, know, the sad thing on that too. Yeah. It's yours. It's your nice generation perpetuating this shit. Right.
0: That's disgusting. Right. That's sad. Now you know, and my mom, I don't want this to sound like I had some bad childhood growing up. I mean, my, my parents supported me in my athletics and, you know, everything else. And, you know, I'd come off distraught after a loss or something like that. My mama could console me, but the overall message to me was always, you're going to have to get better. Right. You're going to have to get better. If you want to compete with these guys at this level, you need to get better. You need to get bigger. You need to get faster. You need to get stronger. That's right. And that's just the, that was just the facts. And we got to start separating what is the actual facts versus these opinions and this lack of success, you know, the, these people don't have success. So then they want to bring everybody else down to their level, you know, and it has absolutely nothing to do with man being masculine, non-masculine, any of that. Right.
1: Well, exactly. you, You sit there and the idea again of toxic masculinity back in the day, if you weren't masculine enough, you didn't survive. Right. When you had to go hunt for your food and you had to, you know, basically take care of the family. Right. You, you wouldn't survive. Now, obviously, things have changed, and I would argue, I could argue that, you know, one of the greatest generations of any lifetime, the, the baby boomer generation, you know, the World War II generation, uh, that's when men were men, quite honestly, right? right? And they could look at you and I and say, man, you guys are a bunch of sallies <laughs> in the way we are. Right. There's this progression and I get there's, you know, I understand the idea behind some of the progressions of, you know, we want to make sure that people are sensitive to other people's feelings and all this sort of shit. Right. But at the same time, you cannot stop being you just to try to prevent somebody else from getting offended. I got a newsflash. If somebody gets offended by something we're talking about, that's, that's on you. That is not on me because you got offended right? And it's the same way in life. Why should somebody give up their competitive edge? Because well, somebody else might get their feelings hurt. Like that's some that, that that's some nonsense bullshit right there.
0: Well, I mean, in the grown up world, I, it's just perpetuated all around you, you know, and I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. But you know, those managers and bosses out there, you guys ride your good people like donkeys. You know, you just start, you know, you never discipline or get rid of the bad people. You you just keep them around. And then your hard workers, you know, you ride them like a donkey until they're wore out and they're just beat up, you know. Absolutely. So what's the incentive? To, what's the incentive to, to work harder? None. Right. Well, I guess
1: you're hitting on a good point. When people are no longer getting paid or getting rewarded for the effort that they put into things, there is no incentive to work harder at that point.
0: Right. And then you, and then you have, you know, society on the outside saying you're bad, you're bad. If you try to be that way, right. You're getting it from all angles. Exactly. You know? And so, you know, I just put it on the parents. You don't have to, I guess the point I was trying to make was you don't have to be those parents we see on like varsity blues and those you know, Fire
1: that fucking pigskin!
0: <laughs> those 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 fake ass videos that you know that, you know those kind of things that these perceptions I don't that people have, your life, right? You know these <laughs> these perceptions that people have. You don't have to be that way, but you could if you, you have to make your message. You have to want them to grow, and they have, people have to view it kind of how I view coaching. I tell my kids all the time, my job is to get you an opportunity. Whether you take that opportunity or not is is outside of my control. But it it is also my responsibility for the time that you're with me to teach you things that you can apply in your life. Mm-hmm. Fighting through adversity. When things hurt, I would say probably 60 to 70% of the population stops. Right. Right. If you so if you can separate yourself by just fighting through a little bit of pain, you already separated yourself from 70% of the population. Right. Right. You teach them those lessons and you, and you build on those blocks for, and you associate it with their life. I always try to tie it back with their life. Like, Hey man, you know, like when I was leaving Fort Lupton, you know, I left the, I stepped down as the head coach and there were some kids that had some really, a really hard time with it. And I reached out to them and I said, you're going to have to work for different bosses mm-hmm. when you get older. And this is a really good time for you to start learning how to work for, with, and for different people. Right. And they embrace that. Mm. You know, and, they, and they've accepted the new coach there and stuff. So, uh, you know, I guess my my message was, you know, you can console your athletes, you know, when they're down like that. But make the message you got to get better. You got to be better. And right. whatever that is. I've got a
1: uh, funny video here real quick on this topic that I'm going to play. And I'm not connected to the, to the uh, Bluetooth here, but this is hilarious. And it goes right along with what we're talking about. So let me uh, cut this in. Hey, TikTok family. I'm in trouble again. Nobody at the house is speaking with me. Um, we went to my grandson's basketball game t- today, and apparently the rules have changed. Now, when, when I was a kid, if you were playing ball and you missed your free throws, the crowd would boo you and get on your ass. When my kids were kids, if you missed your free throws, the crowd would boo you and get on your ass apparently um it's frowned upon for you to heckle the little kids now so you can't tell a child you suck and boo them well, I'm your maybe you missed your free throws them the rules i didn't make them but mama, I'm your grandson. Hey, you missed your free throws. Hey, there you go. <laughs> that right there. That's a tough woman. Right. And she's holding her grandkid to a standard that, Hey, listen, you gotta, if you're going to miss your free throws. I'm going to heckle you. I'm going to get on your ass is what she said, because if not, you're not going to get better.
0: Here's the thing. Yeah. I mean, how many generations are in that video, right? Three, is that how that works three there, right? Yeah. Three, three generations. Okay. And I, those, this is, again, out to you parents that are probably pissed off at me at, by this point. Oh, you don't have kids. You don't fucking know. Whatever. Well, I have a kid and I know. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. I did 10 years of being an, uh, a professional babysitter and fixing fucking problems for this shit. So that spanned three generations. Okay. The things that that woman has seen and been through and lived through mm-hmm. and made her tougher and made her resilient That's why she's that way. Well,
1: right. And she's going to be raising or help, help raise her grandson in a manner that is going to propel him to even more success by holding him to that higher standard.
0: Well, not only that, but let's just hypothetically say somebody still had a grandparent that was, you know, through the great depression, something like that. Mm -hmm. We just came out of COVID, something like a scare like this. Now we're finding out this is... Uh, this is even more fictitious than we even were saying on all of our episodes. But let's just say that it would have been factual. And it really was similar to like the Spanish flu. People couldn't go back to work. Things were really messed up. These generation of kids that we're bringing up right now would not make it through periods like that. No. They won't? They, th- no. They you
1: know, won't. And the, the sad thing is the generation... Yours and my generation, and the younger generations beyond us, going through COVID, the the mental paralysis almost that people are having with not wanting to go to work because they're they're so affected, they're so triggered. You know, nowadays, ever you know, people get triggered over the, the the slightest bullshit. We have terms such as microaggression that are that are getting put out there now because people want to find reasons to be victims, right? You and I can find a reason to be a victim at any any time and point. But what what it, what good does it do you to always walk around acting like someone did you wrong? Always walk around like you're where you're at because somebody else is holding you down. What good does that do you? It does you no fucking good and the reason it doesn't do you any good is because when you put all the responsibility for your station in life on other people. What you just did was take control of your life and give it to somebody else. Right. That's all you did. Yeah. Yeah. You gave them control. Gave them control of your life. And for what point? Just, mean, just,
0: just so you, just so you can come off as being socially responsible. Right. Well, on the toxic masculinity side, you know, you, you mentioned the word victim and I just like to tell a little story. My, uh, my nephew, I love him. He's my little dude. He's always been my little dude. Did he miss his free throws? No, he didn't miss <laughs> his free throws, but he would, he would, something like that. He just accepts. He just understands. We, I've, I've been showing up when he was playing soccer, as a little kid, everything. You can just imagine me out there i never, never being a soccer buff, but I'm you know, I'm a professional when it comes to my nephew. So, but you know, I had gotten word that he, you know, there I, nobody ever confirmed it with me or anything that maybe he was getting a little bullied or something up at the middle school. And so I talked to him and I told him the same thing my dad told me, and you'll see why it was funny, but I just said, you know, listen, man, if you're getting bullied, there's a point. Okay. There's a point you know, there's a point in every fight or in every situation where there's that breaking point, you can either do it or not. You can either go or no go, right? There's always that you can feel it. It's a feeling thing. And I told him, I said, do you know when that's going to happen? He said, yeah. And I said, okay. And I said, if you're getting bullied and he decides to get physical with you, you grab him by his hair and you start punching his face until somebody pulls you off and you don't stop punching. I don't care if he falls on the ground. I don't care what happens. You keep punching until somebody pulls you off or he goes unconscious. If he goes unconscious, then you get off. My nephew just looked at me like I can do that. And I said, you're going to get in trouble either way. There's absolutely no reason why you should risk your own health based on somebody else's decision. Mm -hmm. If they have that coming to them, you do it, you do it hard, you do it fast and you do it efficient. And we don't waste movement and we don't overdo it. Yeah. No shoving matches. None of that. No, We're not going to play I'm, games. I'm going to beat
1: you up. No, no, no. You just go.
0: We're not going to play games. Right. And, and I had a similar situation when I was the head coach at the high school. You know, they, uh, we had some, one of the boys that was on the football team was dating a girl, you know, it's always has to do around a girl. Of
1: course. And,
0: uh, you know, so there was this gang that was kind of harassing some of my kids. Well, my kids didn't want to get in trouble because they would get suspended from football, and so they couldn't defend themselves, and they were getting kind of harassed and everything else. And finally, I brought my entire team in, and I said, "Listen, same thing. You know when it's going to go down. If it's going to go down, you pick one, you take him, and you take him hard, and you show everybody else right that's standing right there that that's this is you are not somebody to mess with." And I said, "Understand, there's going to be consequences, but there was going to be consequences anyway."
1: Well, the consequence, if you don't do anything, is now you're just a, a a punching bag for whoever's bullying you and that sort of thing, right? right? The consequence, of, and, that, and that can be blasting. I mean, if, if that other person thinks they can get away with it for whatever reason, for however long, then you're dealing with however long you're in high school or around that individual, right? Whereas if you just take care of business, probably what's going to happen, most likely, okay, you're going to get suspended. It might be a week or something like that, that you're out of school, whatever, but you're probably not going to get bullied anymore, especially from the person that, that was bullying you, but also probably all their other friends that saw it, right? And that likelihood, the likelihood that you could actually form a friendship with that person that was bullying you is probably pretty high because the level of respect is going to go through the roof.
0: But that's to- toxic masculinity. Let me ask you this, okay? Let me ask you this. When I say you know, society's against talk, you know, are against toxic masculinity. Like, where do you feel this came from? It started
1: with the political correctness movement that has morphed into the woke movement, right? And straight males are the enemy now of every other category out there, and that's what it boils down to.
0: I heard this concept and that's why I asked you. So I heard this concept because I do think that we're starting to see things come into our lives based off of when you and I were growing up because our generation, like we were saying, is raising these kids now. And so I feel, and I would agree that with such a high single parent household rate, you know, I don't remember where I heard this from. I believe it was Andy Frisella, but I don't remember but somebody brought up the fact that you know single moms tend to teach their sons, living with them, basically on the things that they would want in a relationship. Right, open doors. You know, do this. Don't be like this. Don't be cruel. Don't be mean. Be you know, more of the the kinder gentler side. Mm-hmm. But then I. I he brought up a funny point and said, well, then they'll go out and they'll go find the most alpha male anti thing that they just taught their son to be. And that's who they want to go date because that's who they're, they're attracted to is more of an alpha male type personality. Right? So I think that that actually has a lot of merit when you, when you just kind of think it, sit down and break it into its parts. And you're like, well, that actually kind of makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm
1: yeah I, I would agree with that, and I think that you know there's right now there's far less people I think that have that masculine or that that kind of hard nosed mentality, if you will. and there's a lot more people that are getting in touch with their wokeness, <laughs> right And it's it's creating a a situation to where you've got these you got the victims and you got the villains right? And I feel like in the younger generations right now, you have far more victims because of the few perceived villains that are out there. And it's creating this whole era of nonsense. And this also feeds into the whole keyboard commando bullshit that I talk about almost every episode as well, right? Those people that get triggered by the smallest thing and, you know, they, they, I don't want to say that they go run and cry to mommy because I don't want to offend anybody like that, I guess. Fuck it, why not? Right? But those keyboard commando kids right now think they can say shit to anybody they want, and there's no there's no ramifications. There's no consequences to it. Right? Do that shit in front of the wrong person and see what happens. Because you have to learn a level of respect and a level of some sort of self-respect. Right? And if you don't, you're gonna be one of these wokesters, constantly victimized, constantly "woe is me," right? I'm where I'm at because somebody somebody picked on me. You know the 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 mean politician didn't do what
0: I wanted him to do. Whatever the hell your bitch is. Well, we talked about it last episode, so I don't want to talk about it a lot. But it, in my mind, it plays because this is how I was brought up. Men work. Men work. Not now. But I'm just saying that's men sit it. on the couch and collect a government check. My grandfather, that's how I was raised. Men work. And you know, that's just not promoted. It's just these these print just we need to get back to having principles. I'm not saying get back to religion and everything else. Like it's it's kind of a different world right now in that in mm-hmm. that sense. But we got to get back to like fostering principles, man. Like like actual principles within our, within our families. How do you want your kid to grow up? Do you want him to be a success? You have to be hard on them. Like right. it, it, whether you spank them or not, I don't give a shit, but you have to be harder on them. Well, you got to
1: raise, you got to raise kids to be respectful and to be respected. Right. Right. Two very, two, two, two very important things. And if you're not raising your kids to be respectful and to be respected, they're going to grow up lost. And they're tough, gonna, they're going to be lost. You know, tough, t- tough in all aspects. Mentally tough. I think being mentally tough is just as important as being physically tough. Both, because mentally tough, you can w- w- when you're getting picked on at school and it's all just verbal and it's you know it's just some some asshat kid just talking shit. Okay, be mentally tough and put him in his place mentally before it gets to the physical. Right. Right. But at some point, you're going to have to stand up for yourself in whatever wherever you're at in life, you're going to have to stand up for yourself. And if you, if you constantly just give away your self-respect is probably the best way I can put it. You're going to have a tough road to hoe.
0: Well, and on the physical side, I mean, like, again, I'm, I'm talking from a foot from a football coach standpoint, but I mean, even the physically tough, like I played two injuries. Like I set my own ankle, mm-hmm. I dislocated it. I dislocated and broke my ankle in college and I reset it and tried to stand up and play because I wanted to play. Right. Like there, we don't. And that was the rub dirt on a generation. Just rub <laughs> really? dirt on it. Yeah. Right. Like, isn't that what your dad say? you break your finger or something. And you be, Oh yeah, I'll just reset it here. He's, before he's, all you millennials came up. But I mean, I'll get a kid that jams a finger and he's out for two weeks for a jam finger. It'll just mom and dad will be like, oh, they said the girl's platelet was cracked in there. Like, they'll go get x-rays and shit for everything anymore. And it's just like, well, wait a minute. Like, dude, the, the generations before us carried bridges. Like, they, d- dude, think about this. They carried steel. And they built bridges. These men, one by one, you had people walking with no... Winter coats, no winter shoes, no hand warmers, no, none of that shit. They're walking through Alaska to try to get rich gold mining. Like Mm. that's those generations. Those are that's that level of fucking tough, man. And we're at a level now where it's just like we watch shows like that. And I'm guilty. I'm talking about myself right now because I look in the mirror every day and I go, You gotta get better, dude. You gotta get tougher today. That's right. Right. But I watch these shows like Gold Rush or whatever. And I'm like, oh man, that's cool. You know, I'm all geeked out and everything else instead of out doing shit. Yeah. Go out and fucking do something. Go out and build something. Go out and in and And be a part of something.
1: Here's the deal. Go out. I I agree with what you're saying 110%, right? Go out and do something. But you know, when you get up in the morning, here's a simple goal. Be better today than you were yesterday.
0: We had that personal development episode about that. One, one element in your life, get better at one element in your life, right? right? Whatever, whatever that is, right? If you need to, you know, get into a workout routine,
1: Hey, it don't happen overnight, right? You got to just start going and developing a routine. And then all of a sudden it just, it, it compounds. And then maybe you decide, Hey, I don't want to drink as much because I want to go work out tomorrow. Right. I'm talking about, shit i'm going through right now. right right. <laughs> right so you know you, you you start getting into those routines and it it, it it just feeds on itself it also feeds on itself when you're a lazy shithead you're sitting on the couch eating cheetos collecting your government check drinking however many fucking cans of beer you want you wonder why you weigh 300 pounds and you're
0: susceptible to covid
1: sorry did i go too far out was that was that me being to- toxic
0: no, I just don't want to get into COVID again right now.
1: <laughs> no, we won't. We have um, a special one coming up in a couple of weeks on that one.
0: My last point on this, all of you that are demonizing this, I just want you to take a really hard look around at everything around you. I want you If you're in Denver, if you're in Chicago, if you're in New York, go into the city. I mean, obviously you're going to see tent cities and bullshit right now, but Look around and look at all those buildings, man. And look at that infrastructure and all those old historical districts. And I, like I was talking about those bridges, you know, in San Francisco and New York. And, you know, just those those amazing, amazing creations that people built and realize 99% of the work that was done in those, if not 100% of the work, was done by men being men and fighting through injuries and trying to provide for their families and doing those things. So when you demonize, when you demonize that, if you're so progressive, if you're so, Oh, I'm so for, you know, moving forward and moving everything forward. Well, that's going to be a part of it.
1: Well, here's what I would say to that. So you brought up a real good point. So if you're part of the, the, the wokesters, right and you want to be accepting of of all races of all genders of all identities of all pronouns okay you should also be accepting of the masculine people that are in your life and that you come in contact with okay It is not up to you to just not accept somebody because they might hurt your feelings or they might rub you the wrong way, but accept everything else. Like if you want to be accepting of all these other identities and all these other facets of, of humanity, you also need to be accepting of this and stop demonizing the shit that you don't like. Maybe you don't like it because you might not like yourself.
0: Well, and I'm not, I'm not socially versed in, all of, all of the elements to be considered toxically masculine. So I don't know if I agree with or disagree with any of them. I don't know. If there are ones that maybe people don't agree with, then okay. Then if you don't agree with those things, but here's the thing. What you're doing, then you're throwing the baby out with the bathwater. You can't throw out the good because you don't like one right does that make sense if i'm I'm breaking it down into parts Mm -hmm. that's what i'm saying is if you're saying okay well you you know you were in a traumatic situation maybe you're raped uh, you know in college or something like that so sexually aggressive men you know you have a you have a weird spot with them or something like i get that like i can understand like traumas and stuff but but some asshole
1: that rapes you doesn't mean they're toxic they're they're toxically masculine that That means they're an asshole
0: rapist no i get that but i'm saying moving forward right somebody would have a perception of somebody right and so i'm saying But I'm saying don't take out the good parts of what being a man means. Don't take out all. You don't need to throw out everything that it means to be a man because that that one aspect of whatever definition you read on on Webster's Dictionary or Urban Dictionary or wherever else, Mm -hmm. that one element, don't think that everything is bad. Like there's a lot of elements. You're just redefining it, but make sure you're still teaching those other principles, those other positive principles about hard work, about again, being tough, you know, working through things, you know, taking on the responsibility of the family lead or, or being, you know, in charge of the safety and security of the people that are around you. Like that's part of being a man to me. Mm. Like that just is what it is.
1: Absolutely. I would also say too, let's stop falling in the trap of accepting these bullshit, uh, um, terms that encompass almost everything. Yeah, toxic tr- masculinity, right? Everything is racist now, right? Racism you actually used to mean something and now it's everything, right? You get, you know, um Republican
0: Dude, the first conservative, dude, the first week, the <laughs> first week, we're, we're in the middle of a pandemic with fucking masks on our face, and they decide in Congress that the most important thing that we needed to do was to vote on fucking terms that they're going to use in Congress. Like, give me a break. I know. Like. That, that, but that's what I'm getting at, right? Right. There,
1: there's like, there's this kind of, there's this movement and it goes into this, what well, we're talking about here today, but there's this movement to like create these terms out there that get people triggered. And it, honestly, we're no different. We're falling in line with it because we're fucking talking about it for the last 35, 40 minutes. Right. But. Stop with these stupid ass terms that encompass a bunch of a bunch of nonsense that nobody can define. Again, I mentioned it earlier at the beginning of the episode. Assault weapon? There is no definition of assault weapon. There's not a definition on the book of assault weapon. Now you might Google something, and they might sh- show something that's not legally accepted yet, right? But stop with these bullshit terms. And you know, I guess if again, again, if you want to be accepting of all genders of all identities and all this sort of stuff you need to be accepting of that too and because somebody might come off as oh, they're 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 asshole masculine because you know again they they weigh 200 plus pounds and they're full of muscle full of tattoos they have beards all this sort of stuff yeah
0: you know what check yourself a little bit well my last point on that is when shit hits the fan you guys will be really happy those guys are around You'll be really happy yeah. when shit hits the fan that those guys are around and they're your neighbors and they're your friends and they're those people. You'll be really happy when you know those people. Well, and I'll tell you all
1: the all the guys that I know that probably would fall into this category, right? They're probably some of the biggest assholes you want to talk to, me included. But they're also some of the most respectful people that you kind of come in contact with, and they're the most giving. They're the the ones that are willing to to, to drop everything to go help somebody right it's because we've all been humbled man right you know we all come out we put on this facade and you and i have a good time talking shit and do what we do but
0: we're some of the most humble guys you've ever met i would like to think so i'm sure other people out there are like yeah whatever you fuckers I think if they got to know us, they'd probably think a little different. Yeah. So, but man, I just want, um, I just want to promote, I just want more. I just want people to be proud of who they are. Everybody, everybody be proud of who you are. I didn't want to get into the gender thing. We're going to have a whole episode on that with the the athletics and stuff and my stance and everything on that. But, you know, be proud of who you are, but you don't need to be forcing your shit on everybody else. I and mean, that's the right. very, and that's the most very simple thing. Mm-hmm. Like not everybody needs to be like you. They're not, everybody is going to be on your team. We picked teams when we played kickball and little, you know, in in elementary school, like you're never, you don't ever know which team you're going to be on. You know what I'm saying? So stop trying to force people to be on your teams and stop trying to fit everybody in your little box to, to fit your criteria and, you know, to, to make the world, what you think, what you think it needs to be? Right. Cause everybody else is thinking, they want it to be the way they want it to be. Right. right? And we're all individuals here, man. And we got to embrace it. So absolutely. Don't forget. You can always email us, um, email the podcast at uncommonpodcast@outlook.com at outlook.com. We'd like to have some feedback from you. Um, we're looking at what direction we want to take this podcast and, If you're liking what we're doing, you know, we'd love it if we could get some feedback from you either on our um, on our telephone uh, line or on the email address to know which direction we want to go with this and kind of what we want to focus on moving forward. We want to give you guys the content that you want to hear. So please connect with us one way or another and kind of give us a heads up on what you've enjoyed, what maybe you haven't enjoyed um, and maybe things you'd like to hear about in the future. I don't know if you have anything on that, Brett, but.
1: Yeah, you know. Well, one thing I would say in this episode, I think it was a little more lighthearted and funny, but you know, if you saw value in it, or if you even got some entertainment with it, you know, please share it. You know, if you have somebody in your life that uh, might be interested in, in hearing what we got to say, please share it again. We're trying to grow this podcast. We're not doing any advertising on it. You know, we're just trying to give back and, you know, give some different perspectives. So whatever platform you're on, uh, please subscribe, please share, and also be sure to rate us, uh, because all that sort of stuff definitely helps us grow. Right, right.
0: And thank so. you all and thank you all for your support up to this point, man. We're over 16, we're almost right at 1700 downloads total. So, you know, that's all due to you. We've never we've done zero in terms of, you know, trying to blow this thing out or anything like that. We wanted to, you know, really connect with the listeners that supported us in this endeavor. So, thank you very much and please keep continue to share and uh, and help us out. All right. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a good night.